Hello, New York Giants fans. Welcome back to Everything New York Giants. I'm New York Giants fangirl, Adriana. I'm your host. Today, we are talking about the top five wide receivers and top five running backs in the 2024 NFL Draft, both positions that are very possible that the Giants are going to go after as we wait to see what is going to happen with running back Saquon Barkley. So let's get right into it. It's going to be a shorter episode today. Just want to go through these guys so you can get familiar with them and be prepared that if the Giants draft any one of them, you know who to be excited about. And I honestly think that any of these guys are going to be good options for this New York Giants team. So, you guys all know Marvin Harrison Jr. If you don't, where have you been? Stop living under your rock. Although, honestly, I don't blame you for doing that. So, Marvin Harrison Jr., obviously, Ohio State University wide receiver. He's projected to go off the board at number two. Could go number one to the Bears. You never know. Stranger things have happened. He's 6'4", 205 pounds, and 21 years old. Now, he has had quite a successful career at Ohio State, which obviously is why he's being touted so high. So let's talk stats real quick. 155 receptions for 2,613 yards, 31 touchdowns, um, and he had two... 1,000 plus receiving yard season. So again, a guy that's coming out that everyone's really excited about. Um, he is, so the best way to explain him is, first of all, Marvin Harrison Sr. is his dad, who was a Colts legend, who was four inches shorter and 20 pounds lighter. So imagine Marvin Harrison Sr., the way they're they're talking about Marvin Harrison Jr. is he's basically him on steroids. So sounds like a pretty good option if you ask me. His technique is well beyond his years. He has elite body control, reliable hands, and wide receiver one athletic ability. And I know that all of us as just Giants fans are begging for a wide receiver one. So listen, he's probably not going to make it to us at six. Again, you never know what happens with the draft, but I think that we all agree that he would be our number one wide receiver prospect coming out of this draft. And if we had our choice, that's who he would pick. Next up, let's talk about LSU wide receiver Malik Neighbors. Again, a guy that everyone has heard a ton about. He's ranked number four on PFF's total board of draft picks for the 2024 draft. He's six feet tall, 201 pounds, and only 20 years old. Neighbors moves differently than his peers. His body control and route running potential are already good enough to stand out in the pros. You can't say that about a lot of players. He's a future focal point of an NFL passing attack. Again, could easily be a wide receiver one in the Giants offense. Again, someone that I know we all love. 189 receptions for 3,003 yards, 21 touchdowns in three years. And he also had two 1,000-plus receiving yard years. So there is a possibility that he doesn't make it to six. Uh, there is a possibility that he makes it to six. So a lot of excitement over neighbors. I know I personally would love him. Now, another guy that a lot of Giants fans are super high on, and I've even heard a lot of people say that he's their number two wide receiver over neighbors, which is interesting, is Rome Odunze. Now, I'm sure you've heard a lot about him from Washington. He's ranked number seven on PFF's board. He's 6'3", 216 pounds, and 21 years old. He brings top-tier size, speed, and strength 
to the receiver position, all things that this Giants offense could really benefit from. He has consistently dominated at the catch point this season and can reportedly run, we will find this out at the combine, a 4.3 or a 4.4 at around 215 pounds. So we'll find out soon enough. His stats, 214 receptions for 3,272 yards, um, 24 touchdowns, and he was in college for four years. And he also had two 1,000-plus receiving yard years. Now, one thing that I think this Giants offense has really been missing is a big wide receiver. And with any of these three guys, that's what they're going to get. Guys who are over six feet tall, they're fast, they have good hands, and they can make contested catches, which will seamlessly fit into this Giants wide receiver core. Next up, another LSU player, Brian Thomas Jr. He is ranked number 21 on PFF's board. He's 6'4", 205 pounds, 21 years. He's one of a handful of burners in this class who can really stretch the field. He's a major part of why LSU's offense is top three in passing yards per game, passing yards per attempt, and passing touchdowns. So when you talk about him versus neighbors, they don't have the same route tree. Um, it's not as diverse as neighbors is, but you can tell that, you know, the success that LSU's had and obviously the talent from these two guys obviously are huge reasons as to LSU's success. Um, one focus that PFF pointed out is that um, Brian Thomas Jr. is focusing on expanding and diversifying his route tree. So something that maybe the Giants wide receiver coach can help him with if he gets drafted to us. 121 receptions for 1,897 yards, 24 touchdowns. He also spent three years in college, and the last year was his best by far with his first 1,000-plus receiving yard season. So again, these last two guys, Brian Thomas Jr. and the next guy I'm going to talk about is Troy Franklin. Those are guys that are definitely projected to go later in round one, but they are both projected top round one wide receivers. So if the Giants decide to go another route at six and Neighbors is gone, Odunze is gone, and of course Marvin Harrison is gone, I don't expect them to draft one of these wide receivers at number six. But if they still want to go wide receiver, I could see them potentially trading back and maybe going for one of these guys. Maybe they will decide that later in round two or three or four or five or six or seven is where they want to go after a wide receiver. So we'll see. I expect them to go forward at six, especially if Odunze or Dunze or neighbors is there, but we will see. The last wide receiver we're going to talk about is Troy Franklin from Oregon. He is ranked 26 on this board. So again, round one target. He's 6'3", 187 pounds, 21 years old. He will be a top target for teams looking to add a receiver who will allow them to push the ball downfield consistently. Now, I would argue that because we have Jalen Hyatt, and I think that is something that we will eventually, hopefully this year, see Jalen Hyatt be utilized more in the downfield passing attack. Um, maybe someone like Troy Franklin wouldn't really be their guy, but then again, you never know. He has smooth strides and good top speed to be a vertical threat in the pros. His route running has become more polished in the 2023 season. He had 160 receptions for 2,483 yards, 21 touchdowns. Last year was by far his best, again, his last year in college. So these are the last five wide receivers, and I'm just going to give you basic information about them. And then if the Giants draft any one of those guys, I'll go more in depth. So the first one is Lad McConkie, is a UGA player, which I don't know about you guys, but I would happily take literally anyone from the University of Georgia. I don't know what they're doing down there, but it's incredible. Everyone who comes out of that 
team is impressive as hell. Um, so he is ranked number 31 on PFF's board. So we'll see where he ends up going, but Top six ranked wide receiver, so you never know. Next up is Devontae Walker from the University of North Carolina. His rank is 34. Keon Coleman is a guy that I'm sure a lot of you have heard about. I have heard really great things about him from Florida State. He's ranked 39. Adane Mitchell from Texas. He's ranked number 41. And last up, a South Carolina alumni, Xavier Leggett, is ranked number 42. So he could be an option for someone in later rounds. You guys know, if you don't know, I went to the University of South Carolina. So I um, am a little biased towards anyone from USC. Now, don't I'm not out here saying we need to draft Spencer Rattler. So don't lose it just yet. But he is a Gamecock, so I do like him. All right, next up, let's talk about the running backs. So I think, like I said, it's more likely the Giants go wide receiver, of course, at number six. I don't expect them ever to draft a running back in the top 10. So running backs will be picked later. Now, again, it's all going to depend on how things go with Saquon. I think realistically, they probably will draft someone in later rounds, whether Saquon stays or goes. I just think the only thing that would be different is if Saquon goes, they're more likely to draft one, I would say, in like the second round versus potentially the fourth. And I believe that um, Eric Gray was drafted in the fifth round last year. So I expect to see more of him this year, regardless of what happens with Saquon. Um, I really don't think they're going to re-sign Matt Breida. So the only other option as of right now is Gary Brightwell. So I'm sure they're going to be drafting a running back. Let's talk about the number one running back. Now, something that I think is really interesting, he is the top one on PFF's board. His rank is number 64. So when you talk about the wide receivers, who there are six in the top first round, and then when you go to running backs, the first one's all the way down in, what is that? That's the end of the first round. So very interesting. Keep that in mind. He's six feet, 270 pounds, and 20 years old. At over six feet tall and 200 pounds, Brooks shows impressive wiggle, agility, body control, and long speed for a player with his build. He's been one of the most productive backs in the country and is in the conversation to be the first back selected if he declares. Um, I believe at this point, I'm sure he probably already has. Um, in three years, he had 238 carries for 1,479 yards, 16 touchdowns, lost two fumbles, and also dealt with an ACL tear. So keep that in mind when you hear the name Jonathan Brooks, because I, unfortunately for him, think that could be a strike against him when it comes to the Giants because of obviously all these injury problems that we already have. Next up, Trey Benson, another Florida State player. His rank is 86, so we're talking round three now. He's 6'1", 223 pounds, 21 years old. Benson forced missed tackles at one of the highest rates that PFF has ever recorded in 2022. I love that for him, and I love that for us. This season hasn't been as flashy, but his speed, balance, and agility remain. 316 carries for 1,917 yards, 24 touchdowns, zero fumbles. So we got to keep your eye on for sure. Now, I know you guys all know this next guy. When I saw that his rank was what it was at PFF, I'm going to admit I was a little surprised because I just... 
thought that with all the talk and of course him being from Michigan that he was going to be ranked a bit higher than number 95. So you know I'm talking about running back Blake Corum. Now, something that I think is being used against him is the fact that he's only 5'8". Every other back we've talked about is at least 5'11". So I think the height thing might be a concern for people and that's why he's getting pushed out to round three versus earlier than that. 214 pounds, 23 years old. He spent four years at the University of Michigan. Vision is the most important trait for any back. We would probably all agree with that. We've seen it. Corum has it. He has elite contact balance. His size and stride length limits his long speed, but outside of that, he's the total package as a runner with good receiving skills too. So again, if Saquon is not here, I think Corum is a great option. Again, I think the height is probably a concern, but outside of that, I want you guys to listen to his stats for a second. 675 carries in four years. That is more than double every single back on this list. No question. 300, sorry, 3,737 3, yards, okay? 675 carries over four years. 58 touchdowns, zero fumbles, zero. That is insane, absolutely insane. He had two 1,000 plus rushing yard years. And I'm gonna say that again because I want you guys all to understand something. He has been at Michigan for four years, okay? 675 carries. I will say this again. Why does anyone love J.J. McCarthy? The running back did all the work. All the work. And he's not only the good back coming out of Michigan. There is another one. I don't know his name because I know Coram got most of the carries. The Michigan run game was insane. So again, everyone with your J.J. McCarthy BS, spew it elsewhere because I'm not buying it. Let's talk about Bucky Irving from Oregon. He's ranked 103. He's 5'10", 194 pounds, 21 years old. So he earned back-to-back 90-plus rushing grades to finish his college career. A guy who the last two years of his career were obviously better than the beginning. That happens with most of them. Um, in 2023, his rank was 90.8, good for third best mark in the Pac-12. He's averaged at least 3.9 yards after contact per attempt. Something that I get, again, the Giants as a whole have really been missing out on yak yardage, but when I hear stuff like that, and then you hear that there are other backs coming out who are good at missing tackles, you know, stuff like that, I'm like, that's what we're missing. Desperately. He's forced at least 63 missed tackles in each of the past two seasons. So it's just wild to me. Like, I know when you're talking about the draft as a whole, there's so many obviously very talented players, but he's ranked number 103 on PFF's board. And that is just wild to me because this guy sounds like he's an absolute beast. 475 carries for 2,371 yards, 20 touchdowns, zero fumbles, two 1,000 plus rushing yard years. Last up is a Notre Dame back. Um, I Someone told me how to pronounce his name. I think it's Audric Estime. Coming out of Notre Dame, he's ranked 106. He's 5'11", 227 pounds, and 20 years old. He looks like an NFL back, says PFF. His hulk hulking frame makes you think he's just a bruiser, but he has surprisingly quick feet for missed tackles and good explosiveness to convert speed to power in the form of yards after contact. 
I'll say it again, the yak yardage, we desperately need it. We desperately need it from our backs and our receivers. His 94 PFF rushing grade was the best in the football season this past year. His 0.3, 0.30 missed tackles forced per attempt is a very high mark for a player of his size. And again, he's 5'11". 373 carries for 2,321 yards, 29 touchdowns, zero fumbles, and only one out of the three years that he was there, one 1,000-plus rush yard years. So out of all of those guys, I feel like there are a lot of really good options for the Giants. And again, when it comes to wide receiver or running back, obviously we don't know where they're going to go. We don't know what's going to happen with Saquon yet. I do believe that once free agency has come to a close, it will give us all a better idea of what the Giants are thinking in the draft, especially at that six overall pick, whether it's going to be a tackle, a wide receiver, or Brock Bowers. I think if they go tight end, there's no other option. It's Brock Bowers only. So, um, and and, you know, I think at six, the quarterback is probably going to be out of the question. So will they go, will they trade back, end of round one, get a quarterback, wait for round two? I don't know. It's all going to be very interesting. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please rate, review, subscribe on YouTube, share with your friends. If you have other Giants fans, please send it their way. Um, and listen, it's going to be an exciting off season. We got a lot more to come and stay tuned because I'm going to have some good guests coming up for you guys. So I want as many people to hear it because I know that as Giants fans, you're going to love it. So thanks for listening. I will be back next week. Mm-hmm.